Thank you for tuning in to Lockdown Universe today, guys. Please listen to a quick message from one of our sponsors, and we'll get right into the podcast. Thank you. Hey, guys. Are you interested in different alien races vying for the very planet we exist on? Not only that, but for the fate of humanity itself? Well, I've got the book for you. It's called Subsumption. It's the dedicated work of Luciano Pesci, which is the product of a decade of research that follows one man's struggle for survival. It follows Marcus, a man who is offered the opportunity of a lifetime to be recruited into a training program that's dedicated to ensuring the protection and preservation of the human race against a pending alien invasion. Marcus has come to find out that this specialized program may cost him his family, his humanity, and even his very life. Trusting an alien is hard. Figuring out which alien is trustworthy might be impossible. Will Marcus be able to save humanity? Will he be able to save himself? Subsumption is a thriller that combines everything you love about aliens. It's got alien encounters, conspiracy theories, and it even boils down to humans' role in the universe on a very personal level. So check it out by clicking the link in the description below, and it will lead you to a description on Amazon. And don't miss it out, because check it out. Christmas is coming. And it's the perfect gift for yourself or anyone who's interested in alien invasions. And winter's coming, and wouldn't it be nice to have something to snuggle in and read? Become immersed in the Subassumption universe today. Thank you. Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of the UFO legend and lore. And today, I'm going to talk about Andrew Basiago and Project Pegasus. Now, in my last episode, I talked about the chronovisor being able to see into the past and into the future events uh, for the Vatican. However, Andrew states that Project Pegasus's main concern was doing the exact same thing. Uh, and they had chronovisors of their own, as a matter of fact. Not just chronovisors, but third and fourth generation chronovisors. <clears throat> so if you haven't heard my episode on the first chronovisor created by the Vatican, please listen to that before you listen to this one because it'll give you uh, information that you'll need to listen to this uh, particular podcast. So I'm giving some information from an article on Stranger Dimensions written by Rob Schwartz. And basically, it talks about Project Pegasus, but mainly Andrew Basiago's uh, uh, participation in the event. Uh, Like I said, the Project Pegasus's mission statement was to develop time travel on behalf of the U.S. government. It was created by DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, uh, which is the U.S. defense technical community. And they have all kinds of good stuff. I mean, these guys are, you know, the brainchild, the mind childs of, and create everything that you would ever want, from time travel to um, the heart program to manipulate the weather um, to... 
even probably some of the stuff that they're doing down uh, in the Nightmare Hall with creating human hybrid uh, alien species. Um, they're creating all kinds of stuff down there with humans with wings and uh, human-animal hybrids and all kinds of interesting stuff. But anyway, going back to Andrew, um, he's got an amazing story. And he came out um, in uh, 2004 to talk about this top-secret organization and stated that he was only seven years old at the time he started in this project. It's because his father was part of the project, and he got basically groomed right in to participate in this project. And he started in 68 and went to 72 and participated in a number of bizarre experiments that took him on journeys through time, space, and potentially into parallel universes. Uh, <clears throat> so how? How did this happen? Well, while he claims that there's many, or, well, at least a few different types of time travel devices, um, they can be attributed mostly back to Nikola Tesla. Uh, documents that he retrieved uh, from Nikola Tesla's uh, New York City apartment, the government obtained these documents, not Andrew. Um, they found schematics for teleportation machine, as well as what Andrew calls radiant energy machine that would form a shimmering curtain between two elliptical booms, which would allow for teleportation. So these guys, what they were doing was going beyond the chronovisor. They were not just looking into the past and the future. They were also going into the past physically and virtually. And it depended on which system they used. If they wanted to go virtually, they would use the chronovisor. If they wanted to go physically, they would use what was known as a jump room. Have you ever seen Jumper, the movie? They used um, <laughs> something, something similar to that. Um, Jumper, the guy in Jumper was able to do it with his mind, but these guys in real life, according to Andrew, used what's called a jump room, which they'd have to enter into one of these Tesla uh, elliptical boom machines and go into the radiant energy curtain and go through time. So basically it was a device that was, uh, according to Andrew, had a beam on one side and a beam on another, and you'd walk in between these uh, large standing columns and there would be this shimmering curtain in between the two of them. So I guess it sounds like, a, sounds like according to what he's saying, it's a Stargate, basically. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, he stated that there was also some holographic technology uh, that um, was a little bit different than Tesla's that was being worked on. Um, he stated that they weren't always safe. Uh, he stated that one of Andrew's uh, other uh, companions, uh, in one instance, he came back from a temporal or time travel voyage before his legs. So he was laying there, writhing in pain before his legs got back, and it, he, there were just a couple of stumps where his legs had previously been. So they, they, he stated that they figured out the bugs over the 40 or so years that they were working on this system. But, uh, geez, God forbid that'd be you, and, you know, you were one of these kids that they recruited through their parents 
and uh, you have no idea what's going on, but hey, uh, you know what, now you don't have any legs. So one of his voyages led him into the 1800s. On one occasion, he found himself in Gettysburg, November 19th, 1863, the day President Abraham Lincoln gave his famous Gettysburg Address. Could you imagine that, being able to go back in time and listen to President Lincoln's speeches, or go back in time and look at the Civil War or some of the ongoings before the Civil War? I mean, it would just be fascinating. And actually, there is a photograph taken back in uh, at the time of Gettysburg that shows a young 10-year-old boy walking around through this uh, prior to battle. They took a picture of everyone that was uh, there, and Andrew Basiago was standing right in the middle of the photograph. So you can take a look at that. You can look it up on Google, but it's right there. He's standing right there in the middle, and uh, it does look like a kid from, you know, from our time, or at least in the last 40 years or so. It doesn't look like a kid from... 1863 at all. Uh, very interesting. Um, Andrew also stated that he went to the Ford Theater the evening Lincoln was shot, and he stated he did this multiple times, even running into himself twice, though he never actually witnessed the assassination. So he went to Ford Theater multiple times, didn't see the assassination, but ran into himself twice. So, you know, when we talk about quantum theory and quantum mechanics, you know, apparently there's more than one of us according to andrew anyway <clears throat> so he stated that each trip was slightly different than the last and it led him to believe that it wasn't just time travel at work uh, that he was being sent into slightly different alternate alternative realities on adjacent timelines so that's super fascinating slightly different alternative realities on adjacent timelines so so multiple timelines at work with a little bit different realities or maybe slightly different outcomes and maybe they were trying to change the outcome maybe they were trying to change uh lincoln lincoln's assassination who knows i mean that that could be definitely possible so andrew also stated that that through the jump rooms they were able to jump not only through time but also physically they were able to jump all the way to Mars and visit uh, some of the uh, individuals on Mars as well as some of the inhabitants of Mars. So this Project Pegasus, um, he started working on in the 1980s, and they jump-roomed jump him to the Red Planet. They jump-roomed him to uh, Mars, and he was an, supposed to be an ambassador to the Martian civilization from Earth. So because he was part of the project back uh, from 68 to 72, he, they thought he'd be a perfect candidate to go and be an ambassador to the Martian civilization. Uh, and some of his fellow travelers were uh, Barack Obama. They say that President Barack Obama was also part of this uh DARPA CIA Project Pegasus. Uh, so he stated that during his escapades to the Red Planet that he encountered many extraordinary things, not the least of which were towering dinosaurs. Uh, he also described humanoid scorpion men. I don't know what that means. I guess it means scorpion men on Mars. 
uh, and he states that uh, there were also uh, <laughs> there were also other creatures, and he stated that if you got lost and you you lost your way, that uh, these towering dinosaurs wouldn't hesitate to eat you; they'd devour you in a, in a heartbeat. <clears throat> So uh, he stated that Mars was an extraordinary and dangerous place. Uh, sounds like he was definitely in awe of, uh, of Mars. Um, so interestingly enough, you know, th th he doesn't give us any more detail other than that. But he st if you look up Andrew now, um, he did have a presidential run in 2016 he stated that through the program that they stated that he and barack were going to be uh future presidents and or at least presidential candidates and it obviously obama was um but andrew uh was not he might have had a run in 2016 but it was obviously he didn't make it uh 2020 i didn't hear of him running so maybe he'll run in uh or 2016, I should say. I didn't hear of him running. 2020, maybe he'll run. Um, so we'll see. But uh, so far, it's just Biden and Trump. So right now, we, we'll just have to wait to see if Andrew runs in 2024 and uh, go from there. But definitely some interesting stuff. If they had, my question is, if they had the jump room in, in uh, 1980, that was 40 years ago. What do they have now? Do they have portable jump rooms? Do they have what could be the movie jumper, basically without having to use your mind, just maybe using your cell phone, you know, or some small device and being able to jump, you know, if you had the right technology given to you by, you know, DARPA, uh, the possibilities are endless. You could jump anywhere, you know, in a heartbeat. And if that's the case, you know, we've obviously obtained some technology that has massive repercussions, you know, from military total dominance, you know, being able to transport an entire army anywhere you want in the world to transporting an army to Mars or anywhere else that we would want to, uh, depending on how advanced this technology is and how far reaching it is. Um, you know, what else could we do with it? He, uh, Andrew stated that he really wanted to reveal the truth if he was uh, elected and he wanted to open the teleportation technology up so that we have safer transportation uh, throughout the world. Uh, so it was nice to know that he wanted to keep us safe um, and that this technology is there and that this technology could keep us safer than, you know, having too many car accidents or airplane accidents or anything like that. Um, he had some other interesting information he stated through the time travel that they, uh, they knew about other things like nine 11 way before they happened, but, uh, I don't, I guess they weren't able to do anything about it or they didn't want to do anything about it. Um, so there's, there's lots of information that they gleaned from traveling, but maybe they just weren't able to, to change certain things or they if they did change those things that they knew other things worse would happen. So these jump rooms are really interesting. The transportation teleportation is really interesting. Uh, obviously the Mars, you know, uh, teleportation is interesting. Barack being part of it is super interesting. Um, and 
just the idea that we might have teleportation, you know, real teleportation. Um, you know, if it was fully developed and we weren't all going to lose our legs, then I'd be all for it because I, I don't really like driving that much. And I, I would enjoy just having a nice, easy teleportation down to like Key West, have a Mai Tai or a margarita, you know, and then come back home. No questions asked. Don't have to sit in a in a huge plane with a ton of people and crying babies. It just sounds like a nice nice way to have things happen. <laughs> well, anyway, that's our adventure for today, folks. Thanks for going along on the ride with me, and I uh, hope you're staying safe and staying healthy. Uh, take care of yourself, and until next time, Lockdown Universe out. <laughs>